Mini Domingo y Pinavera, the podcast of the Zerberdatos external. Oh, hey. hello, my Welcome to the third party observers. Hey, there it that, is. That was pretty good. I'm impressed. He didn't even stutter. Yeah. You I sound, know, yeah, you I sound know, a real Spanish speaker. I took two oblig- obligatory years in a high school. Yeah. So. But, Stanley, did you have to take language in, in high school? Did you take a foreign language? Yeah, I took Spanish, and it was a joke. I mean, high school Spanish is kind of hit and miss, but my class was easy. I didn't learn anything. I My school counted computers as a foreign language. What? So really? I, I took two years of computer classes, which basically was just covering the Microsoft Office suite. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so... Every day, we, it was basically our class was in a computer lab, and we would just sit and, you know, we, we had like a little workbook, and we would go through and do certain things on Excel and yeah. PowerPoint, and it was the biggest waste of time. Oh, yeah. Of Because we're, I mean, we we're all raised with it, so I mean, like, it, it taught us some stuff, but we already... <laughs> already knew it. It was, it was a class. It was a foreign language to adults is what it was. Yeah. Well, it was – so I had to do Spanish for two years in high school. I also had to do computers. Um, but we did, like, the basic Microsoft stuff. We also did typing was a big part of it. So, like, oh, yeah. your Mavis Beacon, follow yeah. along, learn how to type. And I never – I don't know what it was, but I reached a peak of, like, 45 to maybe uh, – capping out at 60 words per minute but i could never get higher than that and i still that was can't. so low i know i can type normal things but like a lot of the stuff that you try to follow along with with what they're typing um it, i just can't do it very fast i'm not great at like punctuation and capital capitalization like mm-hmm. doing it all at once without making mistakes mm. hmm. uh, but well what's dumb is that i had to take that microsoft office like class yeah. In college. Oh, oh, yeah, I did too. So you had to retake them several times. Whatever. Oh, it's the stupidest thing ever. Yeah. But education system. D-U-M. Dumb. Or no. Or what? Was it did it offer another language course or was it just computers? I mean, yeah, there was there was uh, Spanish. There was uh, German maybe, French. I I don't know. I But I wasn't going to take them. Maybe. <laughs> I think I did take one semester of Spanish, but I, it was I was there was no point. I think it was because I needed a class to fill, but I wasn't gonna miss that anymore. Now here I am, wishing I knew Spanish so I could have, you know, understood what John said in the intro. Well, yeah. I I, uh, I translated it to all of our listeners. They're probably wondering why we're talking. I was talking Spanish, but it's because of a real holiday that's coming up. It's coming Take up. up. Yeah, two years or two days after uh, this episode releases, I think. Uh, yeah, it comes out on a Saturday. No, three days. No, yeah. Three days after. Yeah, Cinco de Marcho is on Saturday. Cinco de yeah. Marcho. And we've got the history of that holiday um, at the end of today's show. So um, stick around and you'll you'll hear John's oral history of uh, Cinco de Marcho. Uh, it's... The origin of the taco, right? Yeah. Cinco de Marcho is the, it's a celebration of the invention of tacos. Yeah. So you'll get to hear the full story at the end of today's episode. Um, we're also you know, talking about some other things, doing some would you rather. And uh, we are going to do some movie trivia. I guess it's not really trivia. It's more guess the movie. So I'll give you a few clues and see if you can guess it. But yeah, I think that's going to be – that could go well if I've seen the movies. It could go terribly bad if if I haven't seen the ones that you picked out. So I'm interested to see well, how that turns out. I, I tried to – even if you haven't seen them, I feel like I picked movies that like – Iconic movies. We'll talk about enough. Yeah. You know, it's not like indie films or, you know, you know something where – it would really fly under your radar. So yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see how it goes. Could be a miss. I don't know. Um, okay. So for, for anyone who's not in Oklahoma, that's listening. Uh, Oklahoma had some, some bad weather this oh, man, week. Wild. Why we are um, recording remotely. 
Um, but before we, before the storms hit, producer Amy and I wanted to go out on the town, wanted to go get something to eat because we didn't have a whole lot of groceries. So we wanted to save some of those for when we could leave. So we went to the best restaurant in Tulsa. We, uh, we went and dined at the local Chili's. And, um, local dive bar. Yeah. Um, and I got the, you know, my usual on the menu, original chicken crispers. Great. Well, John, you know how you had that experience with the fish and chips not too long ago? Yes. It wrecked my system. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm starting to experience oh, some no. of that as well. Uh, the, <laughs> the greasy foods are starting to have Uh-oh. an unfortunate immediate impact on <laughs> on my system. Oh, no. <laughs> if, if you couple that with my, I wouldn't say fear, but my dislike for using public restrooms. Oh, no. Thank you, thank you Tara Brewer. Uh, rather than go at Chili's while I was there, I fought the urge and I said, I can make it home. Uh, and so. <laughs> Is this so going we, where I think it's going? <laughs> so we start driving back. Uh, thankfully, I'm driving I, because I can't imagine being in that situation without at least having the control of like, you know, because it puts a lot of pressure on the driver to be like, I'm about to shit my pants. <laughs> well, also, when you're riding in the car, it's like, oh, God, I'm like, this is awful. You're only thinking about shitting your pants. Yeah. Well, when you're driving, that's basically all you're thinking about as well. But you're also just having normal aggravations at, or elevated aggravations at everyone else around you, all the drivers who are driving normal speeds. The lights are operating as normal, mm-hmm. but your mind is pitting all of them against you. They are out there to prevent as an obstacle from you getting home. So the the older I get, I guess the the more this is bound to happen and eventually I need to learn. But I don't know what you guys do in this situation, but when you're on the verge of shitting your pants. Does your mind kind of go to that, uh, the meme of um, Alan from The Hangover, like where he's doing, like all the math equations are <laughs> you know, floating in front of his, his face? And because that is me as I'm driving through Tulsa to get home, because in my head, I've got a, a GPS going on my route to my house and I'm hitting these checkpoints. I'm like, okay, here are all the places I can stop and do an emergency shit <laughs> if, if it gets too bad. And so, you know, we passed Walmart and I'm like, okay, you know, one down. And I, I, you know, I probably have five miles to go. And so I'm just driving and literally I'm thinking, okay, you know, Arby's is right there. Brahms is a little bit farther. And so, each checkpoint, I'm getting closer and closer. Um, you know, producer Amy is with me in the car. And she's doing her best to be supportive of the situation. She's trying to be, you know, light, be funny, uh, be, you know, kind. And, I, I mean, I'm just a brick wall because there's one focus on my mind, and it's <laughs> to retain my balance. <laughs> and... So, I mean, we, and, and there are a couple of times I would be like, you, I, I think she said like, you know, Austin, you know, if, if you shit your pants, like, it'll be fine. Like, you know, we'll, we'll have to get a new car, but. We, we <laughs> no, she would it. never look at you the same. I couldn't look at her the same. If I shit my pants. In the car and she would have to live with that smell. My wife. Yeah, you're not supposed to start doing that until you're 80. Yeah. <laughs> and now I I know that this runs in my family. Uh-oh. Run is probably not the great the greatest word to use there. Uh, it seems pretty apt. I mean, just the 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 brewers have several stories of 
shitting their pants. The brewers uh, have a history of, of things are brewing inside and making their way out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and so I know my time is coming, but I'm still just trying to, to fight it. And so, yeah. Um, really, I guess what I, the reason I bring that story up is I'm just kind of looking for maybe some support. I need a support group. <laughs> I, did, I, I guess I, I should clarify. I never finished the story. I made it home. Okay, I did not, good. I did not crap myself. Um, well, I did, but I did it in the proper location in the toilet. Yeah. Um, and so, I don't know. I just, maybe I don't need the support yet, but I just need to know I can count on you guys. If that ever does happen, John's taking his head now. But I will mock you endlessly if I find <laughs> Yeah. Well, you can, you know, like, rest- if it's before, like, you turn 70. Like, once you turn 70 or 80, whatever, who cares? 70s yeah. are cut off. Yeah. But mm. if it's, like, 20s, 30s, you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, rest assured, if I had shit my pants, I definitely wouldn't be bringing it up on a podcast. I didn't think you would. I'm going to have to. Yeah. I mean, oh, it would have made for a good story, and I would have heard it. I mean, it was a real fear <laughs> in the time. I mean. Yeah. And just yeah, isn't it just the our body betrays us? Like we can no longer feed it, treat it like the amusement it is. You know. Yeah, I don't know that it's our body betraying us as so much as us betraying our body. Yeah, it it does have a lot to do with what you put in it, and when you chalk it full of greasy food, that doesn't help. Yeah. So I don't know, man. That is unfortunate into it so our body's used to it and then it's not shocked by this sudden amount of grease so just always eat grease and then sometimes eat more grease yes are we talking like bacon grease and just take a spoonful (laughs) just your your daily dose cup of bacon grease that that i'm cooking my eggs and stuff with this like for the past week or whatever yeah maybe Uh, I mean, you could achieve the same thing, I guess, just by a spoonful of butter every morning. It's, Don't people, I mean, it's essentially the same thing, right? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Don't people, butter coffee. That's a thing. Yeah, I used to do that. What's it called? Bullet? Uh, is it bullet coffee? What, oh, what's the name of it? I th- think that might have been it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's just like a because we were doing that. I did that during keto, right? When we were doing the diet, that yeah, yeah. For like a week, and then I was like, "This shit is stupid." Keto. Yeah. Yeah. The the butter coffee though is actually pretty good. I I used to do it when I was in college because it sticks with you a little bit longer. Yeah. You do have to like blend it up and and make sure it emulsifies and and gets well mixed. But um, yeah, yeah it was pretty good. Interesting, interesting breakfast. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well. Next topic, I want to, this has been a story that's kind of been developing locally, well, I guess in the state of Oklahoma, so anyone outside of Oklahoma maybe hasn't heard this, but. Oh, um, no. Twitter, Barstool Sports picked it up. Yeah. Oh, did they? Nice. Yeah. Okay, so it, it's, we'll, so we'll call it national news now. <laughs> um, <laughs> breaking news. Um <laughs> Local, well, I guess former reporter, yeah. Abby, Abby Broyles, who she ran for Senate or Congress. I think she's still running for Senate or something. Or well, she no, she lost the election. Oh, okay. Um, well, and I think she lost it, Senator Imhoff. That's right. She did lose Imhoff. But Imhoff, I just, I just read yeah, today. Stepping down. Yeah, so, but it doesn't matter. They'll run a re-election. I t- tell you who's not going to get voted. It's the lady who got drunk and cussed out a bunch of 12-year-old girls at her house at a slumber party. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She called these people because or these girls because it is like we've all been there. We've wanted to cuss out kids. They're the worst at sometimes, right? But, or, yeah. you know, but like she was like calling them, you know, racial slurs mixed with f bombs, you know, making yeah. fun of their like emotionally scarring things maybe for these kids because they're cupcakes. 
But <laughs> well, even if you're not a cupcake, if you're twelve year twelve years old and you get called an an effing acne something, then they're gonna yeah. be upset about it. Yeah. Oh, emotional damage. <laughs> emotional damage. Damage. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's one thing to sit there and be drunk and make fun of a bunch of kids around you. Yeah. But to then just start degrading them to the degree that she was to their faces. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess if, you know, better say to their face than behind their backs. Right. Yeah. I guess. Well, I guess maybe not with kids, maybe with kids, it is better to say it behind their backs. Yeah. I would say, but then it it was really funny. What cracked me up was her, she immediately, like, whenever the news breaks, she's like, no, that wasn't me. I didn't do that. I was never there. And then, like, a day later, she's like, okay, I was there. But <laughs> it doesn't represent who I am as a person. <laughs> you yeah. know, the, all these attacks on me because I did this and, like, my political career and you're trying to politically assassinate me or whatever, you know. It's like, yeah. well, you kind of did that to yourself, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, before I learned the exact uh, uh, colorful language that she, she <laughs> used yeah. uh, as insults, you know, at first I was like, you know, props, you know, to, you know, that just seemed like a fun adult. <laughs> that, that was my initial thing. Yeah. And then, you know, with all the lying and the attempt to cover up and then, you know, the racism <laughs> and all that. I was like, I don't think I could, uh, I don't think I could vote for this person. Yeah. And the public nature of the office that she's running for. Um, not, yeah. e- I mean, yeah, that's, that's crazy. And to be, it, to be caught intoxicated yelling at, was it, li- it was little girls, right? Yelling at little 12, girls. Yeah, 12 year old girls. I mean, it's like her expletives. daughter and her friends. Yeah. Like, how, how do you let yourself get to that point? just as a normal human, let alone someone who's running for public office. I mean, I can, I probably want to take much for me to get there. I'll be honest. <laughs> well, but you're not running for public office. Not <laughs> saying that it's okay for you to do it, but yeah. Well, as a white man, it's okay for you. <laughs> you can get away with anything. It's fine. Yeah, I can, I can say a little bit more than most people. Now there's a few things I definitely cannot say, but yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, I, I mean, John, it's definitely in yours and mine nature to sit and make fun of the people around us. Oh yeah, um, based off the littlest of things. But I, I would like to think that you and I wouldn't go to that extreme. I don't think we would, especially not to like little girls, like maybe to our peers. <laughs> but like, yeah, kids. I don't think we would. We're not yeah. chick humans, so we d- <laughs> we we did have a neighbor one time that we. Oh yeah, <laughs> but we didn't say it to their face. That's that's right. That's the important thing is that we <laughs> we kept that inside the house, you know. We uh, like what we did or no? What? You, you know, it's uh, it's kind of the back now. I mean, we, you know, we can't just move past it. You're past the statute of limitations, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, oh, we've yeah. moved. We don't know them. We don't know Monster yeah. Baby. Honestly, they were baby. nicest people. They were nice. They were really nice people. Yeah, but Baby did look like a monster. Yeah. Why did he look like a monster? And, what made him look like a monster? I mean. I, yeah, well, you go take it. Well, it comes better for me than from Austin because I also was born with physical um, limitations. Limitations, red words. Uh, but his four, he was first. I think he might have been a dwarf, maybe. I don't know. Mm. Uh, but he, his head was shaped really funny, like it was very bulbous, and he looked like a monster. Um, like but, the guy from the Goonies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That, but who knows? 
Uh, but anyways, Austin and I would walk our dogs, and they loved our dogs. Like they wanted to yes. hang out with them, and which was kind of annoying because Austin and I don't like a lot of people, and then we have to interact with people. Like, oh, ah, people. what do you? I'll talk and like, oh, blah 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 blah. But small talk. Yeah. Uh, Basic human not, interaction things. Yeah, not not <laughs> my proudest memory. Of... Yeah. But that was that was like when we were just kids, you know. Yeah. That was years yeah. Ago. We wouldn't do that now. Sure, wouldn't. Yeah, definitely. We just said that we would. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Oh my gosh. I don't know, but. Anyway, if you're running for Congress, you know, try not to get drunk uh, at a slumber party. And cuss out a bunch of little girls. Yeah. Moral of the story. I don't know. If you do it, don't get caught. Yeah. Yeah. Have a no phone policy at at your residence, and then that way they can't video. Did they have video evidence of it? I don't think think so. Or was it just the testimony? Oh, maybe not. I think it was just like little girls complaining, went home to their parents and crying and stuff. Hmm. That's why you have to do it behind their backs at that age. Yeah. Interesting. Well. Yeah, and if they overhear you saying something behind their backs, then you know that's wrong place, wrong time. They shouldn't have been there. You didn't really mean it. You know. You can turn it. Dropping. You can turn it around them real fast. Yeah. But you can't line up the girls individually and be like, all right, step forward and then just go down the line and pick them all apart. I mean, it wasn't, it's not a roast. So, uh, (laughs) acne, four eyes, you got funny looking hair, your nose is messed up, baldy. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, um, man. I never actually looked up to see, like, what specific insults I just heard from you guys, like, what they were. Um, but that is wild. Yeah. It's a shame, you know? She had a promising career. She was the only one, but prime for a comeback until to this week. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no longer. <laughs> oh, no. Did you just see Art Briles got... Hired. Yeah, yeah, my grandma. Yeah, they announced it today amid the other big news that's happening in the world, just yeah. to try to you know sweep it under the rug. How di- I'm how disappointing. That is awful that he got hired. But moving on, we don't yeah. need to talk. Well, about okay, he got hired, but I mean, of course, he's the ringleader. But the new OC at, at OU, who was the the guy at Ole Miss, he was involved in the same thing. I mean, yeah. like, uh, other people who weren't Art Bryles are, are coaching still. So, I don't know. It's all messed up. Yeah. But, yes, moving on. Moving on. He shouldn't be a coach. Um, what was I going to – oh, so I had a story for you guys um, about a side hustle because I thought I thought about it. – it's ironic because it doesn't involve kids. Uh, please continue. Yeah, so someone this week brought like their kid, uh, their kid came into work today with for like the last like five minutes or whatever while, um, because someone came to pick her up. Well, someone came to pick up the girl that was working, Mm. and so their daughter was woman, she wanted to come in, so you know, whatnot. So she was there. I got, I got into work a little bit early, so, um, I was I came in and um, this little girl was like talking and blah 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 and then she was like talking about she was at she started talking to me and so you know of course me being the polite human being that I am <laughs> yeah right I was like hey how's it going like you know talking to her and he's like hey did you know that the sun is a star and I was like oh yeah do you like science and he's like yeah and I think she, I mean she's like four maybe five real little kid. And so, you know how I like to push buttons and, you know, cause general mayhem. I was like, okay. Um, And she was like, hey. She saw some chips in the break room. She's like, 
I'm hungry. Can we go get some chips? I was like, and so her mom said, yeah. So, you know, our, we went and got some chips and whatnot. And then I was talking to her about, you know. Wait, so you are now alone with this child? Yeah. Like okay. a little bit, but okay. not a big Sounds a little I, dangerous. So anyway, still talking about science. I was like, did you know that the earth uh, was all, used to be all one big, all the land used to be one big blob and it was called Pangea. Yeah. And she's like, oh, no, that's so cool. And I was like, and also, okay, so I should get this out of the way. Her mom is kind of like an anti-vaxxer, like. Yeah. Oh, this is this girl. Okay. Yeah. So, which I like to play along with and, like, you know, push buttons and go along with. Well, go yeah. around. Okay, so I can already, like, I can really, like, get into this child's head because she's going to grow up with all this stuff. Oh, so like, right. John. <laughs> and so. I mean, she's five. She, she'll believe anything. Uh, <laughs> and I find that the best lies sprinkle a little bit of truth in them. <laughs> yes, they do. So that's why I was like, like Pangea, the, all of the land was once together. And I was like, you know, but then there was an earthquake that happened, and then they all split apart. And then I was like, I'm going to get her to believe in flat earth theory. Oh, no. And so then I was talking to her about how how the earth was flat and how uh, we needed we were worried about global warming because um, it's, not very, it's just giant ice walls all around the forest <laughs> of the earth and that global warming they're slowly melting and how they're if they melt then um, we people can fall off the edge of the earth and go into nowhere. <laughs> You're gonna traumatize this poor child. So how we need so like you know we need to recycle and be green. So I'm important important lessons. You're at least turning it somewhat positive as you boldly lie to her face. Yeah. Um. So like so when she goes to school and stuff, I want I hopefully this comes out. Like she's like she all learns about she's like teacher blah 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 or whatever. I learned about Pangea and how the Earth is flat, and I just want to. So, I be a fly on the wall. A teaching service for you know small children who are still gullible and innocent enough to believe anything I say. Mm, that seems like it would last for about a week before you get fired and reported immediately. Oh, you can't be fired for that. Listen, all well, I am is teaching. You, your clients can fire you and not take their kids to you anymore. Yeah. Well, that's fine as long as they. I'm pay not me saying you get fired from like your job currently. I'm saying Wait, that you just okay. wouldn't have a client base. Yeah, I think I missed the side hustle part. Oh, uh, yeah. Must have got distracted. What did you say it was? Oh, a tutoring service for small children to help them learn about science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? What qualifications do you have to teach science? <laughs> I mean, you've seen every lesson from Lawler. He's, he's an expert. He's an expert I, at everything. Yeah. I have a whole show where I do a whole professor bit. Yeah. <laughs> John, like... uh, uh, how, how do tornadoes form? Ah, this is actually really easy. You got cold air from the north. Hot air from the south. They mix together and they're kind of like fighting because they don't like each other. And so yeah. then they're getting together and they start twirling around. <laughs> Watch out. Trailer park. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Tornado's coming for you. Okay. Uh, man. That is... Uh... Okay. Uh, what do you know about time travel? Uh, okay. So this theory is, follows the theory of relativity. Um mm -hmm. So, it's not really. Actually, I don't really know anything about it. It's not science. It's not science. <laughs> it's scientifically feasible, I believe. I think that Albert Einstein theorized that you could technically travel through time if you could figure out how to access and create a wormhole. But we I don't know how to do that. So, we have to do it with a time turner. 
Um, and I think if you turn it three times, I think you can go back three hours or so. Yeah. Um, if you want to go back I, longer, you're just sitting there spinning uh, it real fast. Pretty uh, restricts those time turners pretty severely. Hmm. Um, also, I hear that they might have gotten broken into, and a lot of them were broken. I'm not really sure. Hmm. Hmm. I don't even know what you're referencing. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> um, okay. Well, let, let's just go ahead and get into some would you rathers because this one is relevant. Um, would you rather invent time travel but never use time travel or be the first person to give it a try? Uh, Oh, absolutely not. I would invent it and never use it. Because if you're the first one, what if they don't know how to get you back? You're just stuck somewhere forever. That's fine. It's an adventure. <laughs> I'll invent yeah. it, John, and, and you can be my guinea pig. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm with Stan. I, I'm not I'm def I'm definitely not ever gonna be the first one to try well, anything. I mean you can send out guinea pigs and stuff like that. Whatever. Yeah. I'll be the first yeah. person. But you can't make a guinea pig operate the machine to come back. Oh, you can make a monkey do it. Monkeys are smart. Well, and you also can't, you know, get feedback from them when they come back of like, okay, did it work? Did we send you to another time? Or did you just poof for a second yeah. and then <laughs> rematerialize? You have to put a video camera on them, like a GoPro. But how would it transmit footage? Well, you just record it, and then... It's just recording, wherever they go. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. I guess so. John, where? what what time period would you go to? What? What time period would you go to? Where would you want to go? Future. Well, How how far? Where? Uh, I'm going to go through the year uh, 2200. Dang. 2200. Yep. I feel like there would be some cool stuff that happens in 2200. Yeah. By 2200. That's not not that far from now. I know. But if you look at the rate at which technology is advancing, it's more like a hockey stick, whatever that's called. We'll kill ourselves before then. Nuclear uh, war will have ravaged the earth. The machines are coming for us. <laughs> Where would you go? Um, I think, I don't know. I think I would do, I feel like I would, if you're going to do it, you might as well just like go for it and try to go to the year 3000 or something. Um, Being a Jonas Brothers song. Yeah. Jonas Brothers. Exactly. Joe Bros. Joe Bros. Um, yeah. but just the, the amount of, I mean, I bet you'd go there and there might not even be people left on the earth. Everybody might've migrated to Mars or something. Um, but it'd be interesting to see what's left. It'd be like Wally. It's just a bunch of trash. Yeah. 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 That's how we left it. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Would you guys rather see what's on the other side of a black hole or would you rather visit an alien planet? Well, I think we've talked about this before, but what constitutes an alien planet? Is it just like, you know, a single cell organism? Or is no, it like- we'll, we'll say it's sophisticated. I mean, it's like Intelligent multi life. levels of life. I mean, so there's animals, there's functional beings, intelligent beings. Is it a friendly place? I'm going to go on the black hole. That seems interesting. I feel like and Gary. everything that I've seen in the movies, which is 100% accurate, by the way, <laughs> uh, says that going through a black hole is not pleasant. So I would rather not and stick with yeah, but we, space travel. We know about black holes. Like, we think we know things, and then it's just like, ah, oh, we don't know anything. About Ex- exactly, which makes it freaking scary. It is scary. I mean, all we know about it, black holes really is that they're black. The the force of gravity within it is so strong that nothing comes out. Yeah. So, I mean, like, there's a, there's currently theories about whether or not we are already in a black hole. Mm. We just we 
don't know because I mean a, a black hole could be so big that we're in it and we don't know that we're in it. So it's like uh, yeah. it's like the Men in Black scene at the very end where there's marbles and there's galaxies inside marbles and there's galaxies inside galaxies and it's just infinite. Well, yeah, that's basically how space is. Like, who knows? What if it's a portal to like Earth, Earth three? You don't know. <laughs> what if this Earth Prime and all those other portals are other Earths? Yeah, I think it's it would be interesting. I mean, I think an interesting theory is that you know it's like a portal to another dimension. Yeah. Um, so we need Doctor Strange. That's right. Mm. To open, what's the new movie that's coming out with him? Verse of Madness. Yeah. We need to open up the multiverse. Do you think in another universe, the three of us are doing a a podcast together somewhere else? Oh, surely. In the infinite amount of universes, surely. But there's also probably a universe where we all hate each other, and or one where someone has murdered someone else. So who knows? (laughs) One of us has murdered one of the others. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. One of us is taking over the world. <laughs> yeah. One, one of, of us, us is in Putin's place and is attacking Ukraine. Oh my gosh. Always <laughs> uh, talk about that. Yeah. Oops. Um, all right. Would you guys rather live in Antarctica or in a desert for a period of one year? Oh, I didn't see the for for a year part. Um, um, I'm gonna go with Antarctica. No, it's I at think least... I'm... Go ahead. Uh, well, like for well, I know like in the their summertime, it's at least pleas- pleasant enough, and like you can do it because they have like cruises and stuff down there and whatnot. And you, and I think it's like fifties and sixties. Uh, just in the winter time, it's awful. But people do that, do science stuff down there for six, like you know, during the winter. Yeah. So yeah, you just kind of be stuck inside for most of the time, and you probably you're probably going outside a little bit, but. Yeah, but, but I mean, I'll just teach science stuff from. I'll teach science stuff from Antarctica. Yeah. <laughs> Send your children to me in Antarctica. From <laughs> John, oh, I can bring it to Say that Listen. again. I didn't hear that. Yeah, um, Stan, what did you go with? You're going with desert. I'm going desert, man, because most of the time deserts are at least somewhat close to like normally inhabited places um and at the very least you can get air conditioning and and go outside without risk of like immediate frostbite and death um i mean you'll i mean yeah but you could walk outside and get heat exhaustion and die yeah but well it takes longer but it would take longer and um i don't know i i feel like i'd rather it it's hard because like biting bitter cold is really hard to bear, but really hot, hot is also, I don't know what the lesser of the two evils is. I'm going to be stuck inside during the summer in the desert because you can't go outside because it's too hot. Well, you're going to be stuck yeah. inside in the winter in Antarctica because it's too cold. I was just saying, you can make an argument for both. You would be stuck inside for half a year. Yeah. Well, in the desert, you may become nocturnal because you may decide to go outside at night instead of during the day. That's true. True. Um, I think Antarctica is also technically a desert. Um, so this was a trick question because any, <laughs> either way, you're ending up in the desert. Um, all right. Are you guys ready to uh, try to guess some movies? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So I've got five movies. Uh selected already and i've and i've got three clues for each movie so i'll read a clue yeah and you can buzz in at any time and give a guess and you get like if you get it on the first clue you get three points Mm -hmm. second clue two points last clue one point Mm -hmm. Um, so i'll keep track um you think you should only get one guess or do you think uh yeah. You should get a guess at any point. I think what, that what? you get well. You get a guess, but then you can't guess again until the next person guesses. Like, sure. All right, great. We'll roll with it. Okay, 
movie number one, clue number one. Um, an insurance salesman who lives a fake life. Oh, shoot. Yeah. A fake life. Oh, fake no. Life. I was going to say the pursuit of happiness because I was thinking salesman, but then you said insurance. Yeah. Ah. Wrong. Uh, what? I, I don't know. Keep going. Okay. Uh, clue two. His home is a big studio and his friends are actors. Oh, I know this one. Oh, I shouldn't have guessed oh, so early. Uh, yes, man. Oh, no, it's not. What did you say? Yes, man. No. Stand your guess. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of the name of the movie. Um, oh, gosh. I guess since we both guessed. No, it's my turn. No, I'm talking once we both guessed. It's a game. Um... Oh, what is the name of this movie? It's it's the one uh, with Jim Carrey in it. No, 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 It's a dinner with schmucks. No. Oh my gosh. You were way off, John. Um. All right. Clue number three. You don't. You know. Too much time has passed. Um. Clue number three. One day he discovers it, uh, and sails away to a new life. He discovers his fake life and sails away to a new life. I just, I know the movie. I can't remember the name of the movie. I have no idea. Oh, this oh is making me so mad. You yeah. guys are disappointing. It's uh, it's the Truman Show. Oh, yes. I I yeah. knew that. Obviously, I didn't, but gosh. you I never seen it, John? No. Is, is it a movie? I thought it was a TV show. No, it's a movie. No, it, it's, a, it's a movie that, I mean, the, the whole plot is, it's, he's, like there's a studio broadcasting his whole entire life oh. and everyone around him is an actor playing a role, including his I wife, think, right? Yeah. Every, I mean, literally everybody. Um, and I think, uh, I, I need to confirm with producer Amy, but I think her sister is somewhat confident that she is living in the Truman show. <laughs> So we we thought about bringing her on as a guest. If if it's true, we'll we'll bring it up. Interesting. All right. Well, you guys failed that one. This could go terribly wrong. Okay. Uh, movie two. A sixteen-year-old girl moves to the USA from Africa. Oh, buzz, buzz, buzz. Yeah. Um, um. Oh my gosh! It's yes. Mean Girls. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. that's your warning. I'm going to start penalizing you if you start buzzing in and don't have I an can, answer. I can picture it in my brain, and I know the movie. I just can't the, – the name doesn't come to me immediately. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Mean Girls was right. Um, John, you are down three to zero. Okay. That's fine. Movie number three. An elderly man reads a story to a woman every buzz, buzz, day buzz. in a nursing home. Oh, yeah. no. Um, I did it Gosh, too early again. Damn. I was going to say Princess Bride, but I buzzed too soon. Did you say buzz, John? No, I said point deduction. Yeah, I think I'm going to minus a point from Stan. No, I, I still guessed. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's true. You I know guess. what it all is right. now, though. I should have just waited um, a second longer. All right. Uh, clue two. The story is about a young couple who falls in love in the 1940s. I know it. It's, um, oh, but then, Titanic. <laughs> no, it's the no. notebook. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we're so bad at this. Oh, that's hilarious. All right. Titanic. I've never seen either. Is that, I thought that was, they were just boring. No. Because he dies, spoiler alert, at the end of the movie. Oh, because there's room on the table, right? That's what, that's what everyone's saying. There's like room on the table for both of them. Yeah. Wait, wait. Are you guys both talking about the Titanic? Now? Yeah, the Titanic. He dies at the end of it, so you can't really recount it. As... I've never seen the Notebook. I thought you were saying that the the guy dies at the end of that. Oh but... no, no. Um, all right. Uh, well, movie four, John, you are <laughs> doing terribly. All right. Um, this one is going to be tough, I think. Um, so here we go. Clue number one. There are two men with the same name. 
That's Anything? the clue. That's all of it. Oh, That's the clue. No. Okay. Two men with the same name. Okay. Uh, clue number two. Okay. One is a lazy hippie, and the other is a multi-millionaire war veteran. What? Anything? 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 Well, I thought of. Um, this isn't a guess, and it's not right. But I. Th- it's 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 a movie, right? It's not a TV show. Yeah. I was thinking Parks and Rec with Ron and Ron, but. Oh no. Um, um, all right. Final clue, and this is the this is the giveaway, in my opinion. Um, white Russians are the dude's drink of choice. Oh, the dude. Um, I've heard of this. I've never seen the movie, so I don't know. But I've heard. I, feel like <laughs> I've never seen the I don't think I've seen it. I don't. I don't think I know. Oh my gosh. Okay. I I tested these with, and I guess I shouldn't have tested these with producer Amy. Yeah. All of us come together. Yeah. yeah. Especially well, about movies. Yeah, so the answer is the Big Lebowski. That's right. Yeah, I haven't That's seen right. it. Golly, okay. Hey, well, why are you giving me a hard time? I've seen every every other one. I've yeah. seen zero of these movies. <laughs> okay, um, last movie. <laughs> um, first clue: the patriarch of an eccentric family dies suspiciously. Oh, knives out. Mm, I was gonna say the same thing. He got it. Ah. So you still lost, John, but at least you got on the board instead of being a big, fat loser. <laughs> Technically, he didn't buzz in. Yeah, uh, cheater, cheater. That's all right. I was looking on different screens, so I couldn't tell anyway. I was yeah. really just going after who said first. Um. Yeah, well... Uh, you guys did not do as good as I thought you would. I thought I, thought I, 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 thought I did pretty good. I you did get Mean Girls right away. I got Mean Girls and the Truman Show, show I knew. I just didn't know. I couldn't remember the name of it. Um, yeah, so you didn't get it. And I knew the notebook. And Big Lebowski is the only one I didn't know. Yeah, well. I've seen only one of those movies that you've listed. So I did good. I got the movie that I've seen. Hmm. Which one? Is Knives Out the only one you've seen? You haven't yeah. seen Mean Girls? No. Huh. That surprises me. Um, all right. Well, John, it's it's uh, it's your time to shine. I think it's time for the people to have an oral history of Cinco de Marcho. Oh, okay. Patent pending. <laughs> patent? What are you patenting? Patenting a holiday to make it a to make it official. Wouldn't that be trademark? Trademark, okay. Trademark it. <laughs> trademark thinking. TM. All right, people. Let people, John, tutor your kids. <laughs> about science, not about trademarks and patents. Didn't you go to business school, John? Yeah, but that was a long time ago. I know science better. It's okay. science. Science <laughs> is all of life. Science, bitch, right? That's what we heard on a, uh, another podcast. Yeah. All right. It's a celebration of the taco. Picture this. Here's 1905. Mexican immigrants are flocking to the United States because this is where the jobs are and they can get food and it's live the American dream or so they think. Um, but however, there's too many of them that come over and since they're ethnic and Whatnot, no one wants to give them jobs or food or anything. So that a lot of the jobs they can get are just like the ones of miners and building railroads. These aren't really high paying jobs because they're the jobs that nobody wants to do. Um, and so, so they don't have a lot of money. So, um, Hispanics generally tended to have, they had large families. And so they would, a bunch of people would live together. So you would have, you know, your grandma's, grandpa's, parents, kids, aunts and uncles, they would all be living together. And so how would they feed these people um, for as cheaply as they could? Um, so they would buy the cheapest, they would buy the cheapest meat and whatnot that they could, which really just well, was a lot of animal intestines and corn, which obviously those things are gross. <laughs> hey, that's nasty. Um, 
So with these ingredients, the other matriarch of tacos, Maria Gonzalez, better known as Maria El Taco Gonzalez, created <laughs> uh, a dish known as taco. Because she was like, well, I can't feed these intestines to my family because they will never eat them. They are gross. And so she found the corn up, mixes them with some water, and then fried it over or baked it over a fire, created the first tortilla. And then she sliced up the intestine, put it in there with like some lettuce and stuff from her garden. And that's how we got the tacos. Um, so these tacos, you know, they take them to work, take them to school. They smell amazing and they smell different because white people <laughs> just like eating boiled fish and stuff and like no one wants to do that. So like, oh wow, what are you eating? Can I try some of that? And so, but the Mexicans are like, well, whatever. This is kind of our thing. Um, and then they were um, uh, telling them kind of what it is, and they're like, oh no, I can't eat that. It's animal intestine. But it would didn't smell that way because they would spice it up so well um, and so extremely spicy. White people really didn't like like it, even though they great. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. So. You know, fast forward in the 1940s, a mayor was like, okay, how do we turn this Hispanic dish and Americanize it and mass produce it? And so, um, where am I at on this? <laughs> Are you reading off of notes? <laughs> Listen, there's a lot of stuff. World history. Uh. Our taco shells were invented, you know, in the 1940s by Juan Sanchez in order to streamline the taco-making process. However, this, you know, Taco Bell was like, ah. <laughs> taco Bell has entered the scene, huh? Yeah, Taco Bell entered the scene. And they're like, well, I see what you've done here, and I like it. We're going to steal this idea. Mm-hmm. We're going to Americanize these tacos. So Taco Bell started using like chicken and beef and then, you know, adding things like cheese and whatnot to make it more palatable to the Caucasian uh, taste buds. Um, And so that's kind of how it has taken its form today and how why tacos are so popular as of now, because they're not made of animal intestine and normal people can eat them because they're not so spicy. I'm a little bit worried our podcast is going to get flagged for misinformation. Yeah. If you write the history books, then That's you right. can make history. Yeah. John is doing his own version of whitewashing. <laughs> He's Mexican washing. Listen, inventing a holiday is hard. <laughs> you, do a, you do a great job, John. I mean, Hallmark can do it in a day, so I don't see why John can't. You know, yeah. John can create his own. I yeah. think it. I think it is cool that this is the second Cinco de Marcho that the podcast has celebrated as a podcast. Last time we had sombreros, I believe. Mm. I, think so. uh, I don't think they made it throughout the year, so yeah. we do not have sombreros any longer um but john what's the best way to celebrate cinco de marcho for for all that are listening who want to partake all right so the best way that you can do it if you don't want to make tacos go support your local taco trucks taco shops don't go to taco bell you know all these chain places you want to support your local you want to go to the place that is responsible for the creation of the american taco you don't want to go support Taco Bell? Listen, you can support Taco Bell every other day of the week. But okay. on Cinco de Marcho. You got to bring the integrity back to it. Bring the integrity back. You know, celebrate our matriarch, Maria El Taco Gonzalez, because she was just a lowly, you know, housewife that's inventing <laughs> things in the world now. So. You know, support local. Support local business. Okay. Uh, man. Uh, 
That's something else. I don't I don't even know where to, to go from that. Yeah, it does make me want some tacos. I am hungry yeah. now. Listen, what's your what's the best taco? Like what build your perfect taco? Oh. Well, I am a big fan of breakfast tacos, but I don't think that they're the best tacos. Well, that doesn't really apply here, right? I mean, anything in a tortilla is a taco. So I don't yeah. know why that wouldn't apply. But um, no, the great thing about Cinco de Marco is you're accepting of all tacos. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, dinner. I have had some Korean barbecue tacos. Those are pretty good. Um, probably have been my favorite, but I haven't. I haven't been anywhere that has served Korean barbecue tacos because mm. it was in in Knoxville that I had them. So um, I'd like to have those again. You know, I was thinking I've been really craving um, shrimp tacos with like, some coleslaw and red onion. Mm, yeah. I've been craving, so. Yeah. Although that's a perfect taco that's what I want right now. Uh, well, a really simple taco recipe that is fantastic. Just buy a pound of chicken thighs, and I'll, I'll do this free of charge. You don't even have to read through some dumbass blog to to get this <laughs> recipe. Uh, you only had to listen to 55 minutes of a podcast to get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pound of chicken thighs. Throw it in a crock pot with a jar of hot salsa and some spicy taco seasoning. Let it cook, shred it. It's great. It's so simple. Three ingredients. You don't have to do anything else. You've got tacos for weeks. Perfect. Dan, what's your favorite? I just like the basic taco. I like to put a little bit of a little bit of refried beans in the bottom to hold everything together. Some ground beef, some cheese right over the ground beef. You do have to get your order of operations right, though. It goes beans, mm. meat, cheese, and then you get lettuce on top of that. And then you sprinkle a little bit of uh, salsa or um, like your sauce packets if you're at Taco Bell. Um, and then to top it all off, you put just a little bit of guacamole, just enough to spread over and get some with every bite. Mm. Now that's a good taco. You a soft taco or a hard taco, boys? Soft taco. Yeah, good, because that's the only way to, to operate. No offense to Taco Bell and what they've done for this country, but um, <laughs> hard, hard tacos need to just go away. Yeah. yeah. At Taco Bell, I think eating a hard taco, like at, at a restaurant or whatever, eating ta- hard tacos is fine, but that, when you're homemade, I think you have to go tortilla. There, it's just it's so inefficient. I what is I just have so many pent up. Uh, I just have aggression towards hard tacos. They are tasty though. No matter, no matter how you eat it, either the bottom you know splits, and so then it screws up your whole taco, mm. or the you know the midpoint of your taco. You know, you're not getting all the flavors in one bite. You know, one bite may be all lettuce and sour cream, and then your other bite is all beef and beans or whatever. And that's my big beef with hard tacos is that they're built inefficiently. How do you feel about street? Uh, they're uh, they're 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 good. I mean, they're because it's not hard tacos. Just corn tortillas with that flour tortilla. Yeah, um, I don't like that they're smaller portions. I like bigger tacos than those little street tacos that are about that big. Well, um, my problem with tacos is that they're expensive for what they are. Yeah. But I do love them. Yeah. Well, street food, I feel like, is more expensive now with, with like, how food trucks kind of blew up. Yeah. People started charging, you know, $15, $16 for you know, a meal out of a food truck. And it was like, I'm paying this. I might as well just go to a restaurant. Yeah. How dare they earn You know? Yeah. I mean, I think the whole concept of a food truck is that you take a cheap to make item and take it out into the street where the restaurant doesn't exist. And that's just different now. It's now like, we'll do whatever we want in this truck and you'll pay for it because it's the only thing around. <laughs> They're gouging. Uh, 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. What, what was this, episode 62? Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, so make sure you, you know, if you haven't already, I don't know why you wouldn't, but follow us on social media, Twitter at Party Observers, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube at Third Party Observers. Um, and that's where we'll be putting out all of our hot takes and, and our content. So uh, we'll see you next week. Peace.